Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Facade Pod. Uh, coming to you today from Blizzardy, Minnesota. Mitch, what's the weather like in your uh, neck of the world over there? Uh, it's been like 60 and sunny here for the last week. You suck. I know. East Coast <laughs> is, uh, spring is here. Spring has sprung. And the Midwest is getting hit by a blizzard. Yeah, we're supposed to get like epic proportions, 20 inches of snow uh, in the next two days. So my snowblower is full of gas. And uh, yeah, we're, we're battening down the hatches, so to speak. Cool. Yeah, I don't miss uh, I don't miss snow blowing necessarily. I do miss the snow when it comes down, uh, but dealing with it like day after, like I want snow for a day, and then I don't want it to be there anymore. No, no, forget that, forget that. So, yeah, today we're having a little uh, chat, kind of recapping uh, season three of the Facade Pod. So, for the listeners, uh, we had another great season. At least we thought uh, all the feedback we got was pretty good. So. We're happy with the guests and the uh, content that we were able to bring to you this year. Mitch, any any thoughts right out of the gates? You know, I did not think we would have three seasons necessarily. So it is kind of amazing just that we've done it for as long as we have. It's been really fun, though. Like, it's something yeah. that you and I stay connected through. It's something that we've learned a lot from. Um, I don't know that anybody else is learning. Yeah, I don't know. We are, though. Man, I learned something literally every episode that we have. And, you know, just from a networking perspective, uh, you know, it, it's been good to meet all of, not only all of our guests, but, you know, like you said, you meet different people in the industry that, uh, you know, in our respective territories that reach out and say, wow, I listened to that or, you know, bring it up and talk to it. And it's sometimes surprising to uh, to hear the reach that you get. And I do like it has started to happen more where now we're not superstars yet. Yeah, yet. You speak for speak for yourself. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. I know you have quite the following yourself. <laughs> you walk in, like it is cool. You walk into like an office every once in a while, and somebody's like, "Oh, hey, keep it up on the podcast, man. It's cool. I listen to you." And I'm like, "Oh, all right. Let yeah. me sign my card for you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me sign my card for you. And you're like, "Did you like it? Did you share? I didn't see a share." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, so it's been it's been really fun for us. It's just this uh cool little thing that we get to do together and like you said, we get to learn, we get to network and yeah, I'm glad we get to do it. I'm glad I get to do it and I know we give each other a lot of grief, but I'm uh I'm thankful that I get to do this with you cuz I'm proud to have you as a subordinate and a friend. Yeah, exactly. You're subordinate. And like you said, we give each other some grief and it's, it's like, if you can't laugh at yourself, you can at least laugh at Mitch. So that's kind of, that's kind of how it goes. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. You, I think what we wanted to do was just kind of do a quick recap of uh, the season. We'll just kind of go uh, guest by guest here to give you the kind of the cliff notes, so to speak, and then kind of dive in just a little bit into what we're thinking about for the next season and, and go from there. So Mitch, if you want to start. So, you know, as I, as I look back through, um, you and I made a concerted effort for season three here to, I'd say, talk to people that are part of this younger generation, the next generation of leaders in the industry, right? So mm -hmm. previous podcasts, previous seasons, we were talking with people that have been doing this for a really long time, people that had a wealth of industry knowledge. And this group has that. But I think this group is closer to us in age where they have some of these strategies and things that they're implementing that 
you and I or people that are trying to build companies, they can take and, and implement into their own practices. Uh, the very first person that we interviewed was Kristen Thomas from Tabglass down in Florida. Kristen uh, is this dynamic leader in this space. And, and everybody that I would say is down in that Southeastern region uh, knows Kristen and anybody that's associated with NGA knows Kristen. Uh, when we talked with her, we talked a lot about not only how she got to the level that she's at now, but we were very like, it was cool because we got to get her insight into women in construction and glass, especially. And oh, we'd never like specifically, I guess, thought about that or focused on that in an episode. And I, that was really enlightening for me. Yeah. Kind of dovetailing into what you had said when we were talking about, you know, when you were talking about who we were trying to bring in for this season, you know, we were look, really trying to bring a different perspective. Uh, and, and one of those perspectives was young people in the industry, people trying to come up. But then another perspective was women in the glass industry. And when I think back to Kristen's podcast, I just, I think of the word steward. She was a steward of the industry and a steward for women within the industry. So that was a really powerful podcast just to kind of understand a different perspective that I don't often, you know, it doesn't, you don't think about that often. So I thought it was a very enlightening pod, you know, like you said, not only seeing how great she's done rocking it with her own company, but then how, you know, not only she can be a steward, but how we can be a steward of the glass industry and women within it. So yeah, that was uh, that was a great way to kick off season three. Yeah, it was, that was uh, one of the better interviews that we've done. Um, Next up on the list was Adrian Lowenstein. And Adrian obviously has a really big following in the LinkedIn community. And that's just spread. I mean, we we talked a lot with Adrian about LinkedIn, but we also got into like the sales and relationships and kind of his technical background. And I learned a lot, I mean, in different ways from Adrian. Sure. Yeah. The professor of glass. It's a good, that's a good uh, name for him because it, you know, he's, he's surgical with how often he's posting and the content that he's putting out. It, it is really interesting to see, um, you know, it's pretty much daily as far as I, as far as I know, when I tune into LinkedIn. So just his kind of perspective and how driven he is at, at, you know, being able to continually post you and I try, <laughs> we try our best. And uh, with the busy day, busy uh, lives that we live and, and jobs that we have, you know, it's enough to post, you know, once a week, more or less every day. And then not only just posting every day, but having like truly valuable content, things that people are learning from, you know, if you just post stuff that's nonsense, it's, it's, that's not, that's just as bad as not posting. So I don't know, I was really impressed and it was a great networking opportunity for us because as, as he continues to do what he's going to do, he's going to just continue to gain uh, you know, a following and uh, it's really cool to see. You know, and like, and you mentioned with Kristen, her being a steward in the industry, like Adrian's whole goal with all this is just like education and awareness. And to hear that coming from him where he was like, I just want to bring knowledge to people. I just yeah. want to help people learn. And I want to help people engage with this content. It was like, I was like, Hey man, that's, that's a really cool thing that you're doing. And I definitely have benefited not only from talking with him, but, following yep. you on LinkedIn for sure. Yeah. Yep. And then we followed that up with Amber Jones of PGP USA. Uh, that was, she's our sister in arms, so to speak. So it was really cool to listen and sit down with Amber, kind of hear about, you know, not only her rise within her company, but then just the PGP, 
you know, model and uh, the kind of the, the stranglehold that they have on that uh, Texas market. And just kind of talk a little bit more with her about how they develop the relationships that they develop. That's usually, you know, that's one of the most important things that they do and one of the things they're the best at. So hearing, you know, the events that they host and the, you know, just really customer oriented relationships that they're building was really cool to hear. They're so focused on creating like this welcoming environment for their customers yep. and whether it's hosting them at games and their own design center, uh, going out to job sites with them, hosting educational seminars. Like it was, <sighs> I want to model like my own practice after theirs. Absolutely. Like, I've, yeah, I've said that for a long time, uh, but how they do things is so cool. And you know, you and I are familiar with them, but to do a deep dive into like how they actually like think through these things and plan yeah. these things was so cool for us. You're going to have to get a two bedroom apartment if you want a design center. Oh, I can't afford that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would that be all right with, with, uh, with your wife? If you just had that, get the second bedroom, but plan it full of glass. We, we don't have like room for 12 by 12 glass samples right now. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, full scale mock-ups. That'd be a difficult one, but I'm always on the lookout. So if anybody out there, if you've got cheap real estate in the New York city metro area, I want it for a design center. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. See, that's what the podcast is for. It's your network, Mitch. Yeah, network. It's about who you know, but no, it was a really good podcast and good to hear from Amber. So um, yeah, like you said, some good takeaways are just, you know, focusing on those customer relationships and developing them and, and being, intentional about developing them. You know, I, I know I could be better at that way. I think we all could be better at that. So that was a good, good portion. And then we went to uh, the Buckeye state next uh, Rob Anderson with Anderson aluminum. Don't hold his Ohio state fandom against him. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's great. <laughs> he was awesome. And, and uh, hearing how Anderson aluminum started, um, and like his grandfather started it and then built this company up and his dad took it over. And now, you know, they're growing it into this like curtain wall installer. That's really one of the most prominent in the whole, in the Midwest, if not the country and how they're taking it and kind of taking that next step um, was really cool to hear. And, and we, that one probably got more technical than like we typically do. So it was good to hear some of those like, questions of like systems and installing. And and so I enjoyed that one from that perspective. Cause again, that gave us a different perspective. Yeah. And, and just continuing to learn and broaden our own horizons. Like we say, we know an awful lot about glass, but sometimes when you get into the nitty gritty of what a glazing contractor does or why they do things a certain way, you don't always know the answers to that. And, and his perspective was different just in that, like you said, you know, having the transition from the old, uh, higher, the, the old, uh, reign to his him taking over and and you know being true to what got them to where they are but then also you know implementing some new things so it was it was a great podcast and and we're happy that we got to have him on because then you talk about you know as that's like a generational company that leads into the next interview that we had with aragon construction and that was cool you know we'll talk about aragon but um after our interview like the aragon guys reach back out to us and we're like, Hey, can you put us in touch with Anderson? Like mm -hmm. we like everything that they're doing. We want to work with them and collaborate with them. And so it was like, all right, 
just people helping people. We're making yep. connections. Yep, absolutely. And that's cool. You know, that's <laughs> not that there's a, like I said, a, like you said, a big following, but just when you can connect people within the industry and, you know, know that people are listening to the podcast. That's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. There's a handful of them out there. And uh, <laughs> then we went into, you know, Aragon construction, uh, Matt and Joey, Joey and Matt out in uh, California. Um, we did a deep dive into like just their company. Mm-hmm. And how they have strategically implemented these different strategies for culture building, for leadership building. Mm-hmm. Um, that was awesome. And again, they're taking over from their father who built this company up. And so you talk about like a generational company. Now they're implementing their own practices on it um, and taking over. They said they're leaning on their dad a ton. Um, yeah. But figuring out like, again, these aren't like old guys that have done this before. You know, a lot of these people, it's it's really like, it's inspirational. They're just figuring it all out. And it's yep. like, it's it's cool how some of these people come in and, and they figure out how to run these companies and they figure out the different paths and processes they want to do. Yeah. I really thought that was a great podcast. You know, you get to know each of those guys and, and their differences. And then also hearing how they work through, you know, figuring out what roles they were meant for, you know, um, cause they're, they're both dynamic guys, but have different strengths. And they talked about those different strengths and then not only, you know, what made them different, but what separated them and what would lead them to whether it was the fabrication side or the sales side. Um, so I, I just thought working through that and having the perspective of like knowing who you are and what you're good at and what you will thrive at, uh, was, was super interesting. It makes me think, I mean, I'm better than both those sides than you are. Like, so I don't really know how, if we started one, like that would be, that would be hard, but, uh, we'd have to do some deep dive into ourselves to figure out where we would go. I don't know that we'd be good together. Why? Why? Owning a company. God. Why? I need an executive assistant. (laughs) be a great boss match come on i couldn't work for you oh yeah 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 yeah. we're not good at we're not good at taking orders from the other no god no (laughs) Uh, and i would just just wouldn't trust you to take care of your own stuff i'd always be checking in on you yeah yeah you're a micromanager i figured that's it's kind of your personality Uh uh-huh uh and then the last so back on track here back on track here if we haven't lost the listeners by now this is why then, we could work together we're never on track yeah pretty much um so then the last one we had was jr butler which that was a, a, a fantastic pot as well we got zach carey and felix mestis on uh and really you know to hear from a company that that is continuing to grow and and really be perfect their art. Let's just say that they're good at what they do. And then I really think the big takeaway I had from that one was just, you know, how they implement their culture and they've done it so well that it has become a self-sustaining culture. It's been something that they're, yeah, they're policing themselves and they don't, (laughs) that's, that's the idea of generating culture is that you don't physically like have to do it your culture should be able to exist and you feed into it and, and build it here and there where you need to. But if it's truly the culture of where you work, it should be self-sustaining. Right. And like you said, like you're, they're like operating on a macro level with their culture. Mm-hmm. They have some specific things that they're implementing up top, but then there's this like trickle down nature where yep. every person is invested and every person 
wants to be a better person and wants to become better at what they do so that not only are they more successful, but the company's more successful. And um, that's like a, it's like an ideal thing that you want to drive for. But like the fact that they're doing it is so impressive. Yeah. And I think the other takeaway I had from them, and I still am talking about it, the thousand year vision, you know, yeah. having, having, looking at what you're doing today, not like, how is it going to help me tomorrow? But how's it going to help me a, a thousand years from now? How's it going to help my kids, kids, kids do what they want to do? So that one really stuck out uh, to me quite a bit. Yeah. I had to tell myself that literally last week I had something come up. I was like, I was just frustrated and I, I didn't like how things were going. And, and I was like, all right, there's two paths. I could go down here. I could let my frustrations go. Yeah. I could feel better about myself right now, or I could take the high road and have this long-term thousand year vision in mind. Obviously that's the better road to go. It's not quite a satisfactory day of. Yep. But you know, it's just, yeah. So I've taken a lot from that one too. And, and that specifically. Yep. So yeah, that was a great season three. Yeah. Great. Love season. It. We're happy with it. We have, uh, we have some ideas for season four I and mean, there's some new things that we want to implement. We want to, what potentially get a little more technical, um, not on every episode, but implementing some more technical knowledge and expertise would be fun. Yeah. Kind of having in my mind, maybe having some mini pods or something where we have a little bit more technical talk related to glass yeah. uh, and glazing, um, you know, in addition to continuing to have guests on and talk about who they are and what they do and, yeah. you know, how they got to where they are. But I think having a few more technical things as well would be, would be another thing we're looking to add. Yeah. So we've got, uh, we both have a couple things on our plate here in the next month or two. Um, but after that, we'll catch our breaths a little bit and we'll dive back into this whole podcasting thing and do a season four. You're trying to raise a child over there. So trying our best. Precedence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I told Mitch uh, before the podcast, we have first uh, week of daycare and he's been homesick the first two days. So uh, fantastic, fantastic way to start. <laughs> It can only go up from here, though. Yeah, only can go up from here. And you're you're uh, headed on a big trip. Yeah, uh, Sally and I are leaving this weekend, and we're doing our full honeymoon. We got married last summer. We took like a little mini moon after that, but now we're doing our honeymoon. We're doing two weeks in New Zealand. So, um, yeah, that's obviously a pretty big one. We're doing we're road tripping in a camper van. So it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be awesome. I hope she's still. Uh, likes me when we get done with that. It's a lot of time in an enclosed space with me. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. That's going to be a trip of a lifetime. The real question is, how are you going to be two weeks away from me? Oh my gosh. Imagine what I can get done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what you've accomplished when I get yeah, back. Absolutely. Well, with that, I think we can wrap it up here. Thank you for anybody who uh, stuck with us here for the third season of the Facade Pod. And as always, we do want to hear from you guys. So Mitch and I are going to post this, but if you have any critiques, any constructive criticisms, anything you want to hear more about or ideas for the next season or guests for that matter, if you have any guests that you think would be great, um, you know, drop us a comment or uh, shoot us a direct message or just get into contact with us some way. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Couldn't set it any better myself, partner. So long.